0: Well, guys, we come to you starting episode seven with really, really heavy hearts because ASU lost 21 3 to Utah. And um, it's not really about losing, it's just about how we lost. And Kevin's going to give you a little bit more on that right now.
1: Yeah, it was just uh, complete annihilation on the side of Utah. Uh, their defense was honestly. The most destructive defense I've ever seen in a college football game. It was ridiculous what they did to Jaden Daniels, who has looked really good this whole entire year, and they made him throw for a total of twenty five yards. Which is honestly ridiculous.
0: He had a total QBR of four point six and uh Yeah, it was awful. You got it we shout out the ASU defense. We can't really give a round of applause this week just because of how, how embarrassing this loss was, but our defense played outstanding as well. I mean, they gave up no first quarter points. And then they gave up 14 in the second, none in the third, and only seven in the fourth. And they had four turnovers. But our offense just could not get rolling at all. Except Eno Benjamin. I mean, I still don't know how he produced, but he had 15 carries for 104 yards.
1: Mm-hmm. Eno did his thing. He you know? did.
0: But honestly, like the receivers, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. It was a mystery of a game. We got out coached. We got out hustled. Our leading receiver had one reception for 12 yards. Like, our fourth receiver, our fourth leading receiver had one reception for negative two yards. That's actually ridiculous. This was the worst game in recent memory I've seen. Arizona State. Uh, all credit to Utah. They outplayed us, but this was bad, guys. This was awful. I mean, you look at Utah's first couple drives. They didn't. They didn't do anything. They had two fumbles on their first drives, and we couldn't move the ball.
1: We had all the momentum going for us on those first two drives. And I thought after those first two fumbles, we really should If we got any points on the board after that, we would have had really good momentum going into the rest of the game. But after we didn't get those points, the momentum switched back to Utah. And they took advantage of it.
0: I mean, even in like the second quarter, we get a, an interception and we can't do anything with it. We actually lose yards. We do four plays, negative four yards after the interception. So that's kind of, like, absurd. And then we we run three plays, negative 15 yards. Like you, you get kidding? your
1: back-to-back turnovers. Yeah. Our defense get us, gets us turnovers, and then in two back-to-back possessions, we lose yards.
0: Yeah, and then we had the missed field goal, which is big, and these are just tiny things that, with a true freshman quarterback, you can't get rolling if, I mean, you have no sort of offense going. And honestly, there is some blame on Jaden Daniels. I know we've been taking it easy on him, but uh, we can never see another game like this. Four for 18, 25 yards, one interception. That's just... I mean, also, you know, we've been so high on the O-line lately, but they let us down today. Because if you watch the game, they only gave up three sacks. which is still pretty, like, a lot of sacks, but Jaden Daniels was under, under pressure the whole time. I mean, you look at his carries. He had 16 carries for eight yards. And his longest rushing was eight yards. So kind of puts that into perspective, what type of game he had back there. But he couldn't
1: even get into his rhythm at all. Mm-mm. Into his drop back before any pressure got to him. He did a good job sometimes of evading the pressure, but he's throwing the ball away, throwing bad passes, when you have all that type of pressure there.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, though, the defense, if, we're, if we have to find anything, is Ashari Crosswell, the sophomore from Long Beach, California, he played great. He had two forced fumbles. I mean, you can't ask for a better game out of the defense because that 21 points really shouldn't have been 21 points, and that's a winnable game if you hold Utah to 21 points Yeah, because the defense, again, kept forcing turnovers, kept putting us in positions to score, and penalties and everything would take us out of uh, scoring position, and we're not going to go anywhere if we can't move the ball. So that was definitely a rough, a rough loss. That hurt a lot. And that scares me for the future because, yeah. I, I mean, people are going to watch this tape and see how to beat us.
1: And we just got to take care of the ball. I mean, we had six fumbles. Three of them were – only three of them were uh, – or actually one was lost. Only yeah. I mean, one was lost, but three fumbles – I mean, six fumbles, that's really just not taking care of the ball, which is the most important part of the game. Yeah. And we lost that battle. Yeah.
0: It was just – you hear it in our voice. It's a very somber – time right now because that was the worst game I've seen ASU play and now we're going to UCLA we're still ranked somehow don't know how we're ranked 24th in the nation still going to play UCLA and uh you know what's sad is ESPN has us as an underdog in this game.
1: UCLA came off a good win right?
0: Yeah they did but uh I mean come on guys it's UCLA they beat uh Stanford last week 34 to 16 but I don't know that's that scares me that this loss scares me because there's two ways we can come out of this loss. We either come out firing on all cylinders, destroy UCLA, and all hope is restored, or we go to UCLA and lose, and then we're five and three, unranked, going into like a tougher part of our schedule. So I mean, UCLA is not a very good team. Let's be honest here. Their defense has been struggling. They give up an average of 34 points a game. So
1: we should beat them. We should I mean, beat them. ESPN says we shouldn't, but Vegas has us winning by three and a half. Uh, so we'll see who's right. Us in Vegas or ESPN? Honestly, I'm taking the majority. I I'm would still side Vegas. with us
0: in Vegas. It's three versus one. So, I mean, there's a reason for that. Uh, we need to get Ayuk going because he can't have one reception for seven yards. I don't care what type of game it is. Your best receiver cannot have one catch. And honestly, throw the ball more. 18, 18 throws. Like, I get it. But at the same time, like, you've got to get something going. Better play call, some screen passes I would like to see. But yeah, I mean, we're going against a UCLA team who's much better than their two and five record. I would say.
1: Yeah, they've been in a lot of their games this year. Uh, well, the only the only thing that we have going for us really well is that Chip Kelly is their coach, and he's a bum. He's a bona fide scrub as a coach. Uh, once he left Oregon, he's been trash ever since then. Tried in the NFL, failed with two teams. Now tried it back in college and is failing. With UCLA, so...
0: It's safe to say Kevin does not like Chip Kelly. I hate him. I'm not sure if there's a specific reason you'd like to elaborate on, but uh, you seem a little upset about Chip. He
1: ruined the Philadelphia Eagles for no reason. (laughs) He traded away LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso and cut Deshaun Jackson for nothing. For quote-unquote gang relations and proved to be there were no gang relations.
0: There are literal tears coming out of Kevin's eyes, so I'm just going to switch the topic back to... ASU-UCLA, because I, I don't like to see you like it. this. I hate it. Damn, man, I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't know it was this this emotional for you. But anyways, one thing about UCLA is they turn the ball over a lot. Their quarterback has seven interceptions. So that's something we definitely need to capitalize on. They do put up a lot of yards. I mean, they average 405 yards a game. And, uh, yeah, so it's not going to be a cakewalk like no game is. Being an ASU fan, you go into everything sweating. But this is a must-win game, honestly, because... I would like to be six and two, and we're we're two and two in the conference, so that's not very good. Uh, I would like to go in six and two, and then
1: six and two get bowl eligible. Yeah,
0: just be bowl eligible, and then we go into UCLA. or you go, we go to USC next week at home or the following week? Parents' weekend. Parents' weekend is mean, gonna be parents. loud there, and uh, yeah, that's a must-win game. And then yeah, I mean, you look at the rest of our schedule: Oregon State, Oregon, Arizona. We only have two more away games: UCLA and Oregon State. So those are two. Honestly, if I had to pick away games, it would be those two away games because the rest of the teams we play are pretty solid except U of A because we'll never give them credit. But, yeah, this was a loss that's definitely going to sting. And I hope that Herm rallies the troops and, you know, makes them come out better.
1: I think he can do it. I think they're going to come out angry because they were embarrassed last week. Uh, And they were getting a lot of talk about this game. I watched College Game Day. They did a segment about this game about Herm Edwards and ASU and about the Utah game. And they were just flat-out embarrassed. Offense was – that was the worst offensive game I've ever seen from ASU ever.
0: That may be the worst offensive game I've seen from any team that I really watch ever. I mean, we had – I don't even know how many total yards of offense we had. Like, that was ridiculous. We I've never seen a game finish with a quarterback having 25 yards, except for, like, Navy. Well, but that's just their play style. They don't really throw that much. But that's not our play style, and we're supposed to be putting up points and everything, but it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I was disappointed to be an ASU Sun Devil sports fan right there, and I never want to see that again, because that made me really upset.
1: Yeah, it was, it was heartbreaking, to say the least. I was with friends this weekend. I visited some friends from back in high school, and they are making fun of me, you know, chirping me about ASU. It was just, it was sad.
0: We had 136 total yards, and let's not forget Eno Benjamin had 100 yards rushing, or he had 104 yards rushing, so kind of puts that into perspective. Uh, Eno, once again, we love you. Keep doing your thing. Team was back every week. There's nothing wrong with you, Eno. Everything we're saying that's been a little upset, that we're upset about, has nothing to do with you.
1: Or the defense. Or honestly. the defense, again. I mean, you
0: look at, we had we went two for 13 on third downs and Utah went 7 for 14 that's that's just awful, we had 8 total first downs like, we're not going to win a game averaging 1.4 yards a pass And
1: that's so bad,
0: that is awful I mean, we lost the penalty battle too 12 penalties for 122 yards they had 5 penalties for 45 yards and the defense stepped up 4 turnovers the fact that we got 4 turnovers and put up 3 points is actually mind boggling I've never seen that before I can't think of another game where that's ever happened.
1: No, I, I can't either. Because it's just... I mean, they give you the short field and you just can do nothing with it. You get negative yards off a of turnover. And it, the hard part about that is the defense probably gets pretty pissed off eventually. After they're getting all these turnovers and then they have to get right back on the field.
0: And not, not to mention they're probably getting exhausted. No. Yeah. And you're not going to win a game with the tired defense. Luckily... Eno could run the ball, so he kind of did take some of the timing and, like, you know, he munched some clock because we didn't lose the possession battle. We lost it by 11 minutes. Um, I'm saying we didn't lose it by that much compared to, I mean, how much we were dominated. And I think that goes mostly because of Eno Benjamin, our run game. But, yeah, we could not have another game like this. Three points. This is the first time since 2008 that we've been held under 10 points. There's a 125-game streak snapped.
1: Longest streak in college football.
0: Yeah, and... Yeah, that streak's gone. So now, now what? Now we gotta restart we that nothing. streak.
1: We have nothing anymore, except for Eno.
0: Except for Eno, <laughs> and, our and our defense. Eno and our defense. The rest of the team will get their, their applause and everything once they get a win. And hopefully next week we're, we're not tearing up as we're talking.
1: Yeah. I mean, we could put Chase Lucas, at, like offensive line or something. To try that.
0: Out. Big shout out to Chase Lucas for his interception. I mean, that was a. Uh, I thought. I mean, I was watching the game and I was like. Oh my gosh, we're down 14 to three. We get an interception. We're in the red zone already. Why, we're about to score. And then holding, holding, personal foul. We're 15 yards back. It's third and 20. And then we have to punt instead of kick a field goal. Like that's ridiculous. It angered me, Kevin. It made me so upset.
1: I I turned off the game. Not gonna lie. In the fourth quarter, I turned it off. I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take it. It was so frustrating. Long weekend.
0: Long weekend. Long weekend, especially for you. You probably had a pretty yeah, tough, pretty tough weekend. But uh, I just want to stop talking about this game. I mean, how about the HBO show? First episode aired. How about it? I mean, I don't know if you guys had the chance to watch it out there, but if you don't, if you didn't, make sure to watch it because yeah. it was awesome. Tommy Hudson got a big spotlight out nice there, at tight I end. And, um, yeah, you kind of get to feel a feel for the team. You kind of get to know what the team's like, and it makes them more humane and makes them, like, kind of get a connection with them, you know? Yeah. Now that the NBA started, Kevin, let's start talking about some ASU hoops. It's two weeks away, but, uh, you know, this year's going to look pretty good. I mean, it's making me – my voice is getting a little happier just thinking about it. Uh, we landed Jalen House, the four-star prospect. Uh, he's from right here in Phoenix, Arizona. He's the fourth-ranked player in the state, so that's a big sign. He's going to be a point guard. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to start this year, but he'll definitely receive some minutes, and he'll definitely he'll definitely be a big impact.
1: Yeah, and uh, we have a lot of good returners as well. Remy Martin, Kamai Lawrence, Rob Tayshaun Edwards, Cherry, Rob Edwards. Yeah, so we're looking good. We only lost really, I guess, to Quan Lake and to Lujan Dort. Stewart, so Dort's really good. He'll be tough to replace, but I think it's possible. Jalen House. I mean, we're
0: not we're not going to forget about Khalid Thomas. I mean, that's the number two JUCO transfer in the league, or they got recruited and he chose us over Oregon. So, yeah, I it's mean, pretty awesome. He's power forward, six nine, two ten, big guy. He's gonna he's gonna bring rebounds and bring buckets, and that's what we're hoping. That's what we're expecting.
1: And again, Bobby Hurley, a he's a great recruiter. Um, it was tough losing. Who was that kid from Pinnacle? That was he was committed to Arizona State then. Decommitted now to Arizona. That was a tough loss, but other than that, uh, he's been a great recruiter so far since he's been here. Uh, still have a little bit of a questions about his coaching style, mm-hmm. but he brings in great players. So, yeah,
0: and we're projected to finish five in the Pac-12. I think that's a little, a little low. Uh, but you know what? It's I love, I love being the underdog. It happens every single year. I love it. And uh, time and time again, we win big games, and we find ourselves ranked throughout the season. So I love it. I love it. Bet against bring us. It on. Yeah. yeah, bring it on, because we're becoming a basketball school, and yeah. uh, we're already a football school, still ranked, so we still have that. I'm going to try to forget about the last loss, but I mean, our sports are looking great. There's a reason we have an HBO show about us, because everyone wants to be a Sun Devil.
1: Yeah.
0: And respectively. And so. wants I'm, to come to the Valley of the Sun, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, the city of Tempe is a beautiful place. You know, and there's no real winter here, so that's
1: I mean, it's fine. It's just on the come-up. Yeah. It's, it's coming up right now. People want to be here. Kids want to be here. Uh, people want to play in the Most Fargo, you know? They want to play in the bank. It's a hostile environment.
0: You know what's sad about that, Kevin? I'm looking at this right now. They have us ranked as the 39th best team in the nation for basketball. It's a little uh, yeah, disrespectful. I'm used to disrespect. Now. Yeah.
1: You know, it's just... It's it's sad actually, but hey, haters motivation, you know.
0: I, mean, I just want to be I want to be respected, and I think we're gonna earn that respect this season.
1: Yeah, and I mean, last season we came in second in the Pac twelve, not a bad season, three games back of Washington. Um, so
0: yeah, I mean, we're we're used to being like disrespected like that. And we're going to show them this year. I genuinely think so. We averaged 77.6 points per game. I expect that to go up because we're going to get some people. I mean, we're getting shooters. Jalen House can shoot. Remy Martin, we know, can shoot. Rob Edwards can shoot. Kamani Lawrence can shoot. I mean, these are all players who are... Tayshawn can shoot. Tayshawn can shoot. And, yeah. That's That's what
1: the game is nowadays, too. You need guys that can shoot the three, no matter what position. Uh, That's what the game's transforming to. And you need to adjust that style of play. And with the roster that they have right now, it's it's easy to adjust to that style.
0: Yeah, I mean, dare I say we're kind of like the Warriors?
1: Dare you say? <laughs> I don't know about that. We're kidding but... about
0: that, but no, we do have some. We definitely do have some good shooting guards, and um, yeah, we just gotta we gotta focus on rebounding because that honestly killed us a lot last year. Is just giving up the offensive boards. Zylan Cheatham, that's a big loss. That's forgot nice. about that yeah, one. I forgot to mention that. That's He's, a big loss. Actually. Yeah. Let's see. That's probably our biggest loss because he he took over the team once Dort started kind of getting in his own head during some games. Zylan was there just to you know bring calm everyone down, bring the house down, yeah. yeah. All right, but some takeaways from this episode. ASU season is not over. I know we kind of went code red instantly, but um, it's not over. I think we're going to beat UCLA. I think we're going to win. Honestly, I think our offense is going to click together. I think we're going to win 35, probably 17.
1: Yeah, we're just a little emotional right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, we came off a couple big wins and then a bye week. So, I mean, all that. But it's We're away again in Utah. I mean, our schedule has been very hard. All of the ranked teams we've played have been away. So there's no need to panic. I know we kind of went code red on everyone, but we're going to be just fine. We're in great hands with Herm Edwards. And you'll see us next week talking about a win, hopefully. Yeah, just keep the faith. Keep the faith.
1: Get out there to Los Angeles. And
0: don't stop shaking those keys because I better yeah. hear a lot of this. Yeah. In Pasadena, California, 86 degree game, we better hear a lot of that because it's going to be a beautiful day for football and a beautiful day for a Sun Devils win. Just
1: make it a whole trip, you know, get out there, go see the city.
0: Six hour drive, you can get there, come on, get there in five if you drive pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, so we expect to see a lot of, a lot of ASU students there, a lot of Sun Devils, and as always, City of Tempe, we love you. Rise Rise up. up. And let's get this win, boys. Fear the Fork.